What's up, Whisper Nation? It's another live show here by the Fantasy Whispers, Johnny Game Time Hicks, and of course me, Big Travi, discussing last year's top 10 performers at the QB position and making our prediction as to who will be the number one overall QB in 2021. Right here. If you are hearing my voice and you're seeing my beautiful mug, do us a huge favor and hit that like button and share this on whatever platform you are on. It really helps with the algorithms and helps us grow our channel. If you know anything about social media or if you don't know what algorithms are, basically they're what run our lives and we're at the mercy of them uh, and the almighty Zuckerberg. So please help us pull the plug, gain independence and follow our dream. If you are new to the Fantasy Whispers, welcome. Please consider hitting us up with a follow. We release fantasy football content daily. You can find us on all of our platforms facebook youtube twitter instagram or spotify just by searching the fantasy whispers you can also head to the fantasy where we have links to everything but before we get started johnny in this qb top 10 qb review look towards 2021 whatever you want to call it we've got a question of the day so johnny go ahead and, and talk to us a little bit about melvin gordon Listen, around the show here, we like to warm up the old vocal cords, you know, before we dive into the meat and potatoes of a show. So I, you know, was searching Twitter today and there was some big news. Uh, And I mean, there was a couple of things that happened to big news because there are players being released left and right. Uh, But I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about Melvin Gordon. All right. I want to talk about Melvin Gordon because Melvin Gordon, uh, his charges of DUI, uh, were dismissed this morning. He pleaded guilty to reckless driving for excessive speeding. Big win uh, in this matter for Melvin Gordon. Uh, that was reported by Mike Kliss Cl- uh, Mike Kliss um, on Twitter this morning. And so my question and the question of the, of the day to Whisper Nation is: Are we too low on Melvin Gordon heading into twenty twenty one? He, I just want to let you guys uh, remind you guys, he finished with 215 uh, rushing attempts for 986 yards and nine touchdowns. He added 32 receptions on 44 tar- uh, targets for 158 yards and a, a receiving touchdown. He finished as the RB14 in standard and PPR, but he is currently his current ADP is slotted as the RB21 off the board. Now, I will say that uh, the big t- contingency to this whole equation could be that of Philip Lindsay, but the Broncos GM George pa- uh, Patton said the team plans to give Lindsay a restricted free agent tender, uh, a Mike Cliss of the Nine News Denver reports. So, Travis. Are we too low on Melvin Gordon? Is he priced just right in as for his ADP? Um, what what's going on here? Yeah, I think he is priced just about where he should probably go around RB twenty one off the board, somewhere in between RB fifteen, RB twenty five, somewhere in there. I like where he's going off as twenty one right now. We'll see that'll probably change based on what we see out of free agency, what we see out of the rookies coming in and their landing spots. The thing about Melvin Gordon is he's kind of like the unsexy pick, but the money is tied to him. That new contract they gave him last year in Denver, I believe, made him at the time the ninth highest running back paid in the league. Uh, so you love to see that number uh you love to see the numbers tied to him and so i'll be interested to see what whisper nation thinks but i think he is appropriately priced and maybe even a bit of a discount uh and that is something you want to take advantage of when you're sitting there and you're going through some of the guys that are around his area and we'll talk a little bit about them johnny um he is going to be a guy that's consistent 
at least somewhat healthy most of the time and getting big starting running back money, which means you can kind of trust the volume there in Denver. What you'd like to see is the offense improve around him. If Drew Locke could take a step forward, if they could keep the wide receivers healthy, if they can improve the offensive line, all those things add up to him maybe getting top 12 production because he was just on the outside with kind of a crappy uh, offensive situation. So for me, I like the prospects of Melvin Gordon. I've been taking him a lot in our mock drafts, which you can find if you follow the Fantasy Whispers uh, by hitting subscribe here on whatever platform you are on. But Whisper Nation, let us know in the comments what you think. Johnny, I think I think he's being priced just about right. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, I do uh, agree with some of that. I mean, the numbers per game and all of that are, you know, skew in uh, favor of like a very solid RB2, 13.2 fantasy points per game, 62.9% opportunity share, 0.77 fantasy points per opportunity, and he was getting 4.6 yards per carry. So he still has it. Um, but when you look at where he's being drafted, Travis, that's why I think he's being ju- drafted just right. Because, look, he's going after guys like Cam Akers, DeAndre Swift, James Robinson, Josh Jacobs, Antonio Gibson, J.K. Dobbins, Miles Sanders, David Montgomery, and CEH. And frankly, I I don't I can't make a solid argument to as of why you would take Melvin Gordon over any of those guys. I feel like those guys have more upside than Melvin Gordon does. But once again, Whisper Nation, we want to know what you think about Melvin Gordon this year and where his ADP will be come September. Will it be higher than where it is now? Will it fall? Let us know in the comments below. Speaking of comments and speaking of Whisper Nation, uh, Kyle in from Instagram here is on YouTube. Uh, Johnny, he says, yo, it's Kyle Gilden. Gilden, I think, or Golden, hopefully, uh, from Instagram. Thanks for all the help the other day. Much love, boys. He had a couple dynasty questions. Isn't that right, Johnny? Yeah, he had some uh, some really good dynasty questions, and he was just asking for advice and things like that. So, which we love giving. That's uh, one of the things that uh, we enjoy is communicating with our our community, Whisper Nation. So, if you have any questions, hit us up in our DMs. We love them. Slide on in. We're going to slide on into the top 10 at the QB position for 2020 because we have been doing this series here for the last couple of weeks on looking at the top 10. For each position and then trying to project who we think could be the number one at you know our best bet to finish number one the following year we're going to start with the quarterbacks or you know keep going with the quarterbacks we're going to start with josh allen and johnny he finished number one qb in most leagues josh allen was really a stallion last year he finally took that big step we wanted him to take yeah in a bit in a big big way right like he got stefan diggs and we weren't necessarily sure if that was going to be the missing piece to put him over the edge and to the clear answer is and frank answer is yes travis it was uh you're looking at what josh allen did last year uh he had 400 uh, 4544 passing yards 37 passing touchdowns 10 only 10 interceptions but get this travis he's never had more than 12 interceptions in a season which i think is pretty astonishing and then you look at the major thing at what sets a lot of these uh top 10 quarterbacks apart you're going to see a common theme and that is the rushing yard you look at josh allen he had 421 rushing yards last year which actually was the lowest of his career he had 102 rushing attempts eight rushing touchdowns and he even added Added a rushing touchdown, Big Travi, which I do think is pretty funny because he had such a great year last year. He has three straight seasons with eight plus rushing touchdowns. 
He does have a propensity to, uh, you know, he fumbled the ball because he is scrambling a lot and he is a little careless with that. He averages about 11 fumbles total per season and he gives up about four of those per season. So if he can clean those things up as far as a quarterback uh, concern, you know, from a sweating out, you know, if you have Josh Allen, I think Josh Allen could easily and I say easily repeat as the number one overall quarterback in 2021 because of the fact that he had 421 rushing yards and the lowest of his career, and he was still able to be the number one overall fantasy quarterback. So I I love Josh Allen. I think he's going to be great. Yeah, Josh Allen really took the step forward that we talked about, um, really was able to get Stephon Diggs involved and really able to push his envelope to the next level. I don't see any reason why. He has the rushing floor that we always talk about. You want the cheat code in a, in a quarterback to get him there. And so for me, Josh Allen is a no-brainer pick to not only repeat as QB1, but to be kind of up in the top five repeatedly over the next few years, which is why I'm glad I have him in Dynasty, Johnny. Well, and what's wild, Travis, is he's not the number one quarterback coming off the board. And right. usually he's not even a top four quarterback when you're right. when we're doing these mock drafts. So I think he's a it's, tremendous it's, value right now. It's definitely one of those things, Johnny, where you wonder if the bottom could fall out because we've seen how frustrating he was early on in his career. I tend to think this guy's going to continue to improve. And as long as they could get a running game and kind of help him out, this is going to be a situation you're going to want to invest in, especially at the discount Johnny just mentioned. But Whisper Nation, we want to know what you think. Make sure you comment below and let us know if you think Josh Allen can repeat as QB1 in 2021. Our number two QB from 2020 was none other than the man, the myth, the legend himself, Aaron frickin' Rodgers. The revenge season, Johnny, was in full effect. He had 4,000, nearly 4,300 passing yards, 48 passing touchdowns, Johnny, only five interceptions, three straight years that Rodgers has thrown five or fewer interceptions. He's finished in the top 10 in fantasy, uh, six out of the uh, the last seven years, 12 of 16 games last year, Johnny, he had three or more passing touchdowns. Only four games did he have fewer than three passing touchdowns. That's incredible. Uh, Has thrown for more than 4,000 yards in four out of the last five seasons. He's having this kind of success with only Devontae Adams as that downright, you know, alpha wide receiver and really the only respectable receiver they've had in the last couple of years. There's one downside. Rogers rushing upside has not been there. It's been in decline over the last three years. Um, he had his third lowest rushing output last year with 146 yards. But once again, 48 passing touchdowns means he can still be the statue QB and get it done for you. And here's the other thing. Aaron Jones leaving this offense could mean they lean heavier on the pass than they had to last year and the year before. Um, and especially with Rodgers being in his third year under the floor. I am excited to see what this offense does. I'm excited to see Rodgers repeat. And I feel like I would not be a fan if I didn't say I think it's going to be him as the QB one next year. Um, so that's going to be my pick. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say this, Travis, because you know we're doing new and more exciting things on this show. Uh, you know, production level. We, you know, we've upgraded here at TFW, and so I got a little clip to show you. Just so you know, I just want to throw this out from from our mock draft marathon last year. Take a look at this. Kind of hoping Aaron Rodgers fell to me, which might sound a little weird um, that I would be interested in Aaron Rodgers. But I do think there is a very real possibility this year that he just comes out and he's just like F you to the Green Bay Packers organization. And it's just like, I'm going to show you if you really want to try to wrap my back up, I'm going to show you why you shouldn't have even thought of that. And he just comes out and just 
peppers Devontae Adams with targets and actually ends up being a, a, a good quarterback for fantasy. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 they they call like, us the fantasy whispers for a reason, and and yeah. so I just you know I just had to I found that I found that I was digging through our, our archive, Big Travis. So I had to throw it up when we we're talking about Aaron Rodgers, and you know, and and he just he did just exactly as we thought he would do, revenge season. Yeah, I think you nailed it right on the head there. You had your crystal ball out for the mock draft marathon. So make sure you guys are subscribed to us so you guys don't miss any of that kind of fortune teller stuff from Johnny Game Time Hicks here. But I want you to put that hat back on, Miss Cleo. I want you to tell me right now about Kyler Murray and what you think about his prospects because he finished in a lot of leagues as the QB3. Um, Can he get to number one status? Remember, we had the matchup show going on uh, a couple weeks into the season, maybe seven, eight weeks into the season, and Kyler Murray was on pace to shatter uh, Lamar Jackson's records in his MVP season the year before. So, But then, you know, things fell off. Obviously, Kyler got hurt. There were some play-calling issues. Um, what are you thinking about Kyler Murray heading into 2021? So if you tuned into the mock, speaking of the mock draft, that Kyler Murray was my pick uh, that I kept hammering home throughout the whole mock draft on who I thought could be the number one overall fantasy quarterback. Now, I wasn't just saying that because of a homer pick. I, I truly believe that Kyler Murray has special, special talents. And we saw a glimpse of that, right, for uh, the majority of last season. Now, he fell short a little bit. Like Travis said, he finished with, you know, just under 4,000 passing yards. He had 26 six passing touchdowns uh an increase from the previous year he had 12 interceptions which was the same as his rookie year but here's where he made the big jump travis he had 819 rushing yards i remember debating with you and talking with you when we were doing our our stats last year for the draft kit and we kind of had him at like 499 and we were wondering could he get you know how much more uh he could do uh, than that, and he shattered that, right? He did that on 133 rushing attempts, and then he added 11 rushing touchdowns, which was a major jump from his rookie year. The second year, single caller has battled through shoulder injury, and the second half of the season, uh, that really slowed him down, and that was kind of why you started to hear the MVP chats for, uh, you know, for fantasy football kind of die down a little bit, but Kyler Murray's about to take uh, a step into his third season, and that's generally where you see a lot of these quarterbacks really take that that next step because they're really starting to see this game slow down, and they're able to read defenses a lot better. And let's be honest, let's hope that Cliff Kingsbury can get the play calls right because Kyler Murray is super electric and he has talents. To make him that number one overall quarterback, it's just going to be whether you know it's it, – we have so much talent at the quarterback position. I think things will have to line up correctly, but Kyler Murray is as good of a bet as any of these guys. And he's such an electric, you said electric, but he's such an electric runner. That's what makes him special. And that's really what can up the ante here for him. We'll see how much the injury in the late half of last year is going to affect his rushing ability. But for me, Kyler Murray has the upside of any and maybe greater of, the, of anybody in the top five that we're going to talk about today because of the rushing ability. So Whisper Nation, we want to know what you think. Make sure in the comments below you're letting us know if you think Kyler Murray will be able to be the number one QB in 2021. Number four from 20. 20- 
2020 uh, was Patrick Mahomes. And this was the number one quarterback taken off unanimously in most leagues off the board. And he's also shipping up or shaping up to be that way again this year, just based on what we know about him. Uh, the MVP so early on in his career, the rocket cannon arm, the ability to make these circus throws as if, you know, with just the flick of the wrist, he is just an amazing quarterback. Last year, 4,740 passing yards, 38 passing touchdowns, six interceptions. That's the second highest of his career. So it's not like he is a big interception thrower. I, I think what's interesting here is the low amount of uh, touchdowns, 38. And I say low, that's not that low, but it's low for a guy like Mahomes. It seemed like Kansas City played down to their opponents, so I'm a little bit worried about that. 308 rushing yards, 62 rushing attempts. Those were highs on his career, so you like that. Two rushing touchdowns. The Chiefs quarterback, Mahomes, underwent surgery to fix his turf toe on February 10th. He's going to have the three-month recovery period as expected. The Chiefs think he's going to be ready for training camp in summer. Look, I think everything is all systems go for him to be probably a top-drafted QB, just as far as what you think floor-wise he's going to have, talent-wise what he has around him and all those things can we get a Chiefs team that is going to play more elite style of offense though last year they fell behind in games got complacent seemed lazy seemed disinterested except for big games you know I was talking to some people earlier Johnny and I was talking about the situation with quarterbacks in fantasy you want them to either have a bad defense not have a running game uh, be down in a lot of games so that they have these different variables that make them throw a lot right that mm -hmm. make them uh, put the numbers up you look at Dak Prescott last year before he got injured that Dallas defense was so bad he was putting up astronomical numbers was going to probably break the passing uh, yardage mark Mahomes has a really good team around him. They don't. They can win in a lot of different ways, so you wonder how much of his ceiling is capped by that. I still think it's fine to take Mahomes as the first QB off the board. I think that's the right ranking. Um, I'm just interested to see if you think he can be the number one QB next year. I, I think the big... <laughs> The big part of it, right, that you have to kind of look at and when you're also looking at where Pat Mahomes ADP is, is the consistency factor, right? You're paying up for the fact that you are guaranteeing pretty much that Pat Mahomes is going to be a top three quarterback. And, you know, barring any significant injury, that should happen year in and year out. And that's why you see his ADP, whereas maybe that could explain a little bit more of the Josh Allen part where, you know, and 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 honestly, with people getting so burned over Lamar Jackson, that could probably help Josh Allen with his ADP still stay relatively the same because people are, were paid up for Lamar Jackson and were were burned in a big way but that's the thing with pat mahomes and why i do agree with you as far as his adp and why i think it's justified because when you draft him you know that you are getting a top three quarterback because it doesn't matter yes there are some things that you would like you know maybe a worse defense or or uh, not a, a relevant running game but the thing is, is Pat Mahomes is uh, he's so successful at, run, at passing the ball and he, and he completes at such a high rate that they will do it even more more so over a run game because they know that they'll get more yards by throwing it with Pat Mahomes than they will be with running it. So 
That's what I that's what I think about Pat Mahomes and, and going next year. <laughs> well, we want to know what Whisper Nation thinks, so let us know in the comments below what you believe Patrick Mahomes will finish, where you believe Patrick Mahomes will finish in 2021. Will it be that number one spot? All right, we're getting into number five, which means we're going to get into the back half of this shortly. Deshaun Watson was the number five quarterback in 2020. Johnny, I'm going to give you the mic again here to break down Deshaun Watson in 2020 and speak to, I mean, obviously a lot up in the air with his status in Houston. Uh, he's reiterated multiple times in the offseason that he is not going to play there. Um, so that means maybe a potential sit out. We could have a Le'Veon Bell uh, version of the quarterback position here uh, with Deshaun Watson. How do you feel about Deshaun Watson heading into 2021? I I feel like he needs to get out of Houston because we want to see this guy succeed. We want to continue to see the greatness that he puts on the field each and every single year. I mean, look at what he did last year, Travis, when, you know, they traded away the best wide receiver in football, you know, and then, you know, brought back an aging, you know, injury rigged running back that they paid a high amount for. And yet he still goes out and he throws for just under 4,900 yard passing yards through 33 passing touchdowns, only seven interceptions, uh, which actually ironically is the second highest of his career. So he, he usually takes care of the ball. He had 444 rushing yards, Travis, on only 90 rushing attempts, and he had three rushing touchdowns. He has finished as a top five fantasy quarterback for three straight years. So that's why I'm saying like, I really hope that he goes to a different situation because I think in a different situation with better weapons, you could finally see Deshaun Watson become that number one overall fantasy quarterback. He has all the tangibles uh, that would make him a number one overall quarterback. And then I just want to say that the Los Angeles Rams cornerback, Jalen Ramsey, who shares the same agent as Houston Texans quarterback, Deshaun Watson, he said on a podcast that he highly doubts Deshaun Watson will suit up for the Houston Texans again. He is extremely serious uh, that he will not play for them. Um, and so I really do ultimately think that they do trade Deshaun Watson. And I'm very I've been kind of intrigued with him because now there's been some rumors that, you know, Kyler, because now we have we have Hopkins and we have J.J. Watt. What would it mean if there's a Kyler Murray trade for Deshaun Watson, which I think is a little bit crazy? Um, but it's certainly, you know, if he gets traded to Chicago or he gets uh, traded to like a Denver situation, the sky could be the limit for Deshaun Watson. I, I still think he has a lot of of very good football ahead of him. If he decides he wants to play for Houston, this is still a guy I'd be willing to draft, but you have to hear him say that. Um, it's just because we've seen him finish as a top five QB, like you said, for three straight years. So even with a bad offense, he should get it done. But yeah, the, it's tantalizing to think what he could do after that. Uh, Johnny, I think we had a comment here um, from yeah, Kildare on Deshaun Watson. It says, my friend made a straight trade Watson for Lamar, and I think he messed up big time. I place Watson over Lamar any day of the week. He must have traded away Watson, um, and, and that's why he's saying he messed up here. Um, Johnny, in a dynasty redraft format, something like or in a dynasty uh, format, how do you feel about that deal there? Well, we'll be talking about Lamar Jackson a little bit later in this uh, in this show. 
but I'll, I'll, I'll foreshadow a little bit. I would rather have Deshaun Watson. Um, I think that he has, he's shown the more consistency and he gives you, you know, maybe not as high of a rushing, uh, upside. I mean, maybe if you really tried, he could get over a thousand rushing yards, but like he passes way more. And I think that that's what you kind of want in a quarterback. Like I'll get into my Deshaun or my Lamar, Lamar Jackson uh, beef a little later. But yeah, give me Deshaun Watson and Dynasty over Lamar Jackson. That might be That's a hot what we take. We call it tease, but, folks. Uh, yeah. Johnny setting us up for uh, number 10 here later on. But we're going to talk about um, the next quarterback who has some trade rumors swirling around him. And that's Russell Wilson, who finishes the number six QB in 2020. Uh, Russell Wilson had 4,212 passing yards. That was the second most and his second best of all time. Uh, I'm sorry. It was his second most uh, um, that he's thrown for 40 passing touchdowns. That was a career high. He also had the most interceptions of his career with 13. And that's the story of Russell Wilson. It was kind of an up and down year, Um, you know, 50, 50 year, if you will. The first half of the year was on a world beater case or a world beater pace and then kind of dropped off when some things happened with the line. He threw interceptions, as we noted there, 513 rushing yards on 83 attempts, pretty on par with what his career averages are. He only had two rushing touchdowns. He is the most valuable QB in the NFL since 2019, and that is per PFF and their war wins above replacement. Russell Wilson stands alone there. Lowest QB finish in fantasy for Russell Wilson in the last year, QB nine. And so I think that tells the story of Russell Wilson, right? He is going to be a top 10 QB he's I mean that's just what he does can he get into the number one the top three we showed that he could last year Um, he didn't finish there though and so on a week-by-week basis he has the ability to put up monster numbers nobody can do what Russell Wilson can do in a lot of ways scrambleability just the way he creates like a magician outside of the pocket he is incredible Can they put it all together for a full season? Will the new offensive coordinator work? Is the relationship fractured beyond repair between Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson? DK Metcalf, will he take another step forward? Does that mean more for Russell Wilson? There's a lot of questions around Russ in this offense. You know, they've got Chris Carson, who's a free agent. What will happen with the other moving pieces? You know, if Chris Carson goes away, they don't get consistency out of the run game. I almost kind of like Russell Wilson. We talked about variables in, in the situation and what could cause him to throw more and kind of have leverage in the passing game. Uh, we will have to see how this breaks down, but I will tell you what. Russell Wilson's one of those bargain values to finish as the top QB because you're going to get him kind of similar to Josh Allen, even further back than Josh Allen. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, his draft capital hasn't been uh, hasn't been as affected as Josh Allen's, but I or as much as you would well, think, I, right? I, I would from, say that it it has because it hasn't been affected. Do you know what I mean? So like he's right, still yeah. going at the same ADP he was last year, Johnny, which is kind of strange for a guy who, if you would have told me that in what October or November of of last year that he was going to go in the same spot, I would have told you you're crazy because he was out there throwing four touchdowns a game. Well, but he I had a, such a terrible back half of the year, right? So if we would have said that his name would even be remotely considered to trade rumors we would have said right. you're nuts because that was even uh wild but yeah ultimately i do think he stays in seattle like you have said on the show before and and i'm i am very intrigued by all those moving pieces because he might be another one of those quarterbacks that's a little bit hard to really get a grade on because we have seen the upside but we've also seen the downside and the downside is pretty bad as well 
we are now going to get into the vanilla portion of our uh, rankings here. And that's not just because it's all the white quarterbacks, but it's just because it's uh, it's kind of the guys that aren't as sexy. And we're going to start with number seven, Ryan Tannehill, Johnny, who is constantly disrespected like I just did to him right there, but has put up consistent numbers. Yeah, he certainly has. And uh, honestly, ever since he got away from, you know, your your boy, Adam Gase, uh, he's been thriving, right? Why is it my, my boy? I, because every <laughs> terrible coach is your boy. Okay. Uh, all right. So you look at Ryan Tannehill last year, kind of breaks out a little bit, uh, 38, uh, just over 3,800 passing yards. He does have 33 passing touchdowns, which was a career high. Only had seven, t- uh, seven interceptions, which was the second lowest of his career. He did add a little bit in the rushing game as far as the rushing yardage, right? He had 266 yards on 43 rushing attempts, but where he really made the biggest impact as far as like why he was able to jump into the top 10 as far as fantasy quarterbacks go was because he rushed for seven touchdowns, Travis. And guess what? That's sneaky little... wheels for Ryan Tannehill, though. Yeah, he does have he, he does have sneaky wheels, but I will say I don't know if he repeats that kind of production, mm-hmm. considering that that is the same number of touchdowns that he had in the in the prior five seasons combined that he played in. Right. Uh, he missed a full season because of his uh, injury. So that's why I'm like, I don't know if he necessarily gets seven. Do I think that he gets the one or the two that he normally was getting? I think he gets a little bit more than that because of the Derrick Henry and they and they like to pull it. So I, I think it's it'll probably regress to around four touchdowns next year, rushing four to five. Um, but this was kind of interesting. If you look at the most passing touchdowns of 50 plus yards last two seasons, Travis, Aaron Rodgers has six. We know that guy. He was on this list. Kirk Cousins also has six. He wasn't on this list, but uh, Sammy is a big fan of Kirk Cousins. <laughs> and then it's Matt Ryan, uh, Matt, or sorry, Ryan Tannehill with six as well. So they're all three tied right there. Ryan T- Tannehill, let's remember, he could have had another seven when he hit A.J. Brown in a deep bomb on the sidelines, and A.J. Brown dropped just it. dropped it. And he would have just a walk-in touchdown, so uh, and that would have been a 50-yarder. So Ryan Tannehill, he is one of those guys that you're probably going to hear his name a lot come this uh, September, uh, August, September time because he's going to be one of those bargain quarterbacks that you're going to get in the later rounds if you want to stream. I'm okay with it. I just don't know if I think this could have been his best season, Travis. Well, speaking of a guy that we talk about a lot, Darius Rice in here, part of Whisper Nation, Ooh. giving us a shout out. Hashtag Whisper Nation strong. What's up, Big Trav Ooh. and Johnny? He then says, checking out the show as always. Still trying to get that Adams jersey. I have a Devontae Adams jersey sign that Johnny was happy and or uh, uh, generous enough to give to me. I am not giving that thing up, Darius. Don't you can keep asking, brother, but it's not going out to you. We do have to keep yeah, <laughs> Killjoy like the vanilla section of the lineup. Yeah. We're going to continue with that vanilla section even more with thomas patrick brady edward jr the third no i'm just kidding it's something like that he's got a million middle names uh but he got it done and he got it done inside the top 10 he wasn't you know he wasn't a world beater at any point but he did get hot down the stretch johnny 4633 passing yards 40 passing touchdowns 
quietly the second highest of his career. 12 interceptions, so we know there was some learning curve there with the new offense. Brady underwent successful knee surgery last week, Ian Rapport reported. Uh, Bruce Arians has said that Brady was merely having a cleanup proce- procedure, so there shouldn't be anything to talk about there. He's going to be 100%. Really, the story with Brady is that and they just franchised Chris Godwin. They franchised tag yeah. Chris Godwin. So we have Godwin. We'll probably get Antonio Brown back maybe even. We'll have Mike Evans. We'll have Gronk um, another year under his belt, hopefully still healthy. Maybe O.J. Howard back. Well, so that's does Gronk thing go to, to Miami? Gronk might go to Miami. Don't, don't rule that one out. Don't Gronk's rule that out, dude. There's a, Gronk's hey. not going anywhere that Brady doesn't tell him to go. <laughs> so here's the deal. I think that this offense is going to be just as good, maybe slightly better, because uh, they're going to be more cohesive, which means Brady could be another bargain guy like Ryan Tannehill. Do I think he's ever going to hit the number one again? No. he He's not going to be the number one QB in fantasy, but uh, some good stuff to talk about there. I want to talk about our next guy, though, Johnny, and uh, see what Whisper Nation thinks. Make sure you're in the comments below. Uh, John, yeah, <laughs> Darius, saying, Darius wants to borrow the Corey Davis jersey now. Yeah, he's... Uh, says no on Adams. I'll think about it. We'll, we'll we'll see. Yeah, see Killjoy saying no shot Gronk leaves his lover. LOL. Yeah, I mean I agree a hundred percent. There's no way that Gronk is leaving Tampa Bay, um, and there's no way that Justin Herbert is leaving the Los Angeles Chargers because he's under contract right now. Maybe later in his career, uh, Herbert looked great. Johnny he had a great year and finished inside the top ten as a fantasy quarterback. It's funny you say that because uh, there is a GIF uh, that someone posted on Twitter. Uh, and it said like it was like the fan is it said the Chargers GM and fans looking at Herbert's cap situation and like it was just like this giddy child um, because yeah he's in a great great situation under contract on a, under a rookie contract for the next uh, four years most likely um, look at what he did as a rookie Travis this guy was awesome he was so fun to watch he passed for. A little over 4,300 yards, 31 passing touchdowns, which broke the rookie record, and only 10 interceptions. And let's remember, by the way, he didn't start from the very beginning because Tyrod Taylor started, and it wasn't until he was forced to put in Justin Herbert uh, because of the collapsed lung or the shot to the lung. Uh, That was terrible, but... You know, it took that for Justin Herbert to even get a shot. And then once he did, it was like there wasn't holding this guy back. It was so obvious he was ready for the big stage. He also added 234 rushing yards, which we didn't necessarily think would be a big part of his game. But it adds to his fantasy total. And this was the even better one, Travis. Five rushing touchdowns on the season, which significantly brings up your fantasy total. You like to see that. When you're looking at Justin Herbert, this is pretty impressive. Most uh, most rookie passing touchdowns, most rookie completions. He was the 2020 Offensive Rookie Player of the Year. I think that this guy is in for a very, very good career, and he's going to be – not only is he fun to watch, he's fun to root for. You, you like the kid, right? Um, and, and I think that you can get him at a tremendous value. I do think he stays in this top 10 list. I don't think it was a one-hit wonder, Travis. So we got Killjoy coming in with hot conspiracy theories here saying Herbert totally paid that doctor uh, to collapse the lung of Tyrod Taylor. Well, if he did, it was a successful uh, endeavor because 
because one, he didn't really kill Tyler R. Taylor. Thank God. Like nothing happened <laughs> yeah. serious other than a collapsed clone. That is serious. But then also he ended up balling out. And I think, you know, he doesn't have the rushing ability we want to see in a guy that we're going to project as the number one overall. Uh, but he can definitely finish top five just because of supporting cast, Johnny. So many good players around him that are going to help boost his value. So you love to see that. Whisper Nation, we want to know what you think in the comments. Can Herbert finish as the number one QBR QB in fantasy? And listen, everybody that's in here, I just want to give you a big shout out on Facebook, on YouTube. If you're watching on Periscope via Twitter, thank you for the support. If you're feeling like you want to support the show even more, go to Patreon.com. Search the Fantasy Whispers. We just unveiled our new tiers for 2021. We've got the Discord chat live and ready for you guys to get in there. Five bucks a month, Johnny. We're going to enter you into a raffle to win some sports cards. Johnny, you've been collecting cards, what, for 10 years? And you're going to start giving those away? Unreal, get, yeah, we're we're gonna do some fun stuff. So the Patreon is gonna be where it's at. I am so excited that we finally have a place to you know send Whisper Nation and and really build up our community of Whisper Nation because like uh like Darius Rice said above, man, Whisper Nation strong. So um, yeah, if you, yeah, you want to join that Whisper Nation strong, Darius, get in there. Killjoy, get in there. Some of you guys over here on Facebook, go to Patreon.com. If you can only do the one dollar, that helps the support the show too if you want to start winning some cool sweet football cards uh get in for that five dollar level you will not be disappointed we'll be doing our first giveaway i believe this week so make sure Mm -hmm. you get over there now our final qb johnny is number 10 from 2020 and that's our boy lamar jackson who was the unanimous qb2 taken off the board in most drafts last year coming into 2020 he threw for only 2757 passing yards 26 passing touchdowns and had a career high nine interceptions uh, but he did have 1005 rushing yards on 159 attempts and seven rushing touchdowns two straight years over 1000 rushing yards but he definitely regressed down uh, as a passer to what we kind of projected when he came out of the draft. Could he be a good enough passer? And you saw it was a it was a combination of the people around him uh, as far as the weapons. Uh, his ability to deceive defenses uh, was not there last year. And so it makes us wonder, is Lamar Jackson's ADP going to fall enough this year to invest in? Uh, and, and are we just investing in his rushing ability, Johnny? I I. I hate to say it, but I think we are, Travis, and that's why I'm so concerned is because his season could literally go with the way he rushes the ball because when you look at where he's passing it from, he he's not getting enough attempts, Travis. He's he had he's only had one or he's never had a season over 400 pa- 401 passing attempts, right? And so you're looking at some of these quarterbacks and yeah, you could you could look at Russell Wilson back in 2013 and say, well, Russell Wilson had uh, you know a roughly 400 you know 420 passing attempts, and he was able to be top three. And I will say that yeah, like you look at that, what are what are some you know equal or, or similar things? And that was that year Russell Wilson rushed for like 800 yards. Okay, Lamar can do that. Check. But the problem was is. Russell Wilson was so efficient with throwing the ball that he was still able to get over 30 passing touchdowns. So he basically would have to repeat what he did his MVP season. Now, can he do that? Yes, because we've seen it. But that's the risk that you're gambling with when you're taking Lamar Jackson and Travis. I'm not 100% sure I want to take that risk if it's a second or third rounder because the downside is what we saw. You got a top 10 
or number 10 quarterback, which is like in fantasy that that's that's a fail because you can stream better than that. And we can help you stream better than that. And so that's why I'm Especially saying. Especially a fail when you draft him as the second quarterback off the board, which means you you gave up value at the top of your draft to go and get a guy who you thought was good enough to repeat as a top three quarterback. Look, this is why the only guy I can really get behind drafting that high is Patrick Mahomes because mm-hmm. of the offense, because of his ability to do that and, and, and repeat. But look, he even burned you in a couple situations this last year because of yeah. how well you took him because he did not finish as the number one overall so remember that we can help you stream here and so speaking of streaming johnny where we've gotten through the top 10 you chose i believe josh allen to repeat is your number one yeah i i I mean i do think that he has the best if i had to if if i had to go a route yeah you have to uh, go around i'm telling you you took josh allen (laughs) i took yeah uh, I took Aaron Rodgers just playing the homer card there. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to get it done again next year. He, I mean, you're talking about a guy who's consistently finished as a top three quarterback. I like Aaron Rodgers' uh, opportunity just based on my second. My second bet would be Kyler, but I don't want to do a Kyler three years in a row because that just seems like at least one of well, those times I'd be right. But got to be right, yeah, exactly. And I don't want to play it that way. Um, but I, I think Josh Allen is awesome, and I think that ultimately that's where I would place my bet. Whisper Nation, you we want to know what you think. Make sure in the comments below you're telling us who you think will be the number one QB in 2021. All right, so uh, we are now going to go with the honorable mentions, the dark horse people to finish outside of the top 20, 10. Who could jump in here? We've got Kirk Cousins, Matt Ryan, Ben Roethlisberger, Derek Carr, Matthew Stafford, Baker Mayfield, Joe Burrow, Tua Tungavailoa, Dak Prescott, love that one. Jalen Hurts. So, Johnny, you know, for me, I think Dak Prescott has the best ability to jump within the top 10, of course, and then top five. If that defense stays bad, he's got all the weapons around him. He's going to continue to go ahead and do what he's got to do to get up in that top five. Uh, Johnny, who do you think in that top 10 can get it done? I think, I mean, obviously, outside of the top 10. Yeah, obviously, Dak Prescott is one of those guys. He was like on a major tear. He could possibly, I mean, there's an argument he could be number one next year if he comes back healthy, which a lot of people could get on board with. We saw that. Matthew Stafford is definitely interesting now that he's in L.A. Uh, There are a lot of weapons there, and that system could be just perfect for Matthew Stafford. We've been a fan of his before, but the guy that is the apple of my eye, and I truly believe he has that potential to really not only outjump and outpace where his ADP is, but truly have a shot to jump into that top three at the quarterback position, and that would be Jalen Hurts. Uh, I think, you know, because of the situations uh, that's going on in Philadelphia, they still haven't fully 100% committed to Hurts, you know, and and so that has been driving down his ADP or leaving it low. The fact that he doesn't have a lot of major weapons is also keeping it down, Um, but I think what we saw last year uh, he's just scratching the surface, and I think that you could get a full season of that with his ADP super low. Uh, Jalen Hurts is very interesting to me. Jalen Hurts is a guy that is probably going to be a really good value too, as far as, you know, we do this every year where we're trying to get a guy that has the rushing ability, but isn't priced like the guys with the rushing ability. So he's definitely one of those guys and they've, you know, they've invested in him now. They, they got rid of Carson Wentz, so he should be the guy. 
Johnny, my final thought is just to reiterate about Patreon. We've had a bunch of people watching with us today. Um, Darius Rice, Killjoy, a couple people on Facebook, people on Periscope. If you want to support the show, we have three tiers that are easy to get up, uh, signed up to. We've got three tiers that are supporting all of the different uh, or um, helping you support us in all the different ways that we need to continue to grow this brand, but also give you a lot of cool things. The Discord channel up there, uh, raffles to get into the Listener League, raffles to win sports cards that are, you know, great we got some great cards in there i'm really excited about these giveaways there's gonna be a lot of fun here Um, and so i would you know if you guys are looking to support the show and keep going with it make sure you sign up early because you get um you know you get an entry for every month that you're signed up and so you get more chances to win and then also you know our draft kit is coming around the corner you're going to be able to get a free downloadable draft kit if you're subscribed at the 12 dollar level so make sure you get over there to patreon.com search the fantasy whispers today darius rice telling us keep the jerseys but let me borrow the beard now you know at first he's after the Devonte. now he wants the beard i don't know darius i don't know about all that and then killjoy saying i'm a diehard eagles fan and i would not complain with hurts being a top three but sadly i really don't think we have the weapons to support him that is an interesting point uh i know we bled into final thoughts here but that is a point that we're gonna have to see what happens with the the supporting cast through the draft and free agency but for johnny game time hicks i'm big travi we are the fantasy whispers thank you whisper nation and we're out peace peace Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Whisperers podcast. You can hear more from John and Travis on Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at TF Whisperers.